to Maritime AgCast, the podcast dedicated to the farmers and the farm community of the Maritimes. We will discuss all things related to the livestock industry with local, regional and national guests, as well as keep you up to date with current markets and industry events. Today, we will be joined by Ellen Crane to discuss the Beef Cattle Research Council online tools. Ellen helps coordinate the development, maintenance and utilization of various extension resources including the BCRC's webinar, blog articles, and other content that you can find on beefresearch.ca. Ellen received her Master's of Science in Animal Science at Dalhousie University. She is a local 4-H leader, a graduate of the Cattlemen Young Leaders Program, and a 2018 Nuffield Scholar. She grew up on her family's cattle farm in Lorne Valley, Prince Edward Island, so, Ellen, I'd like to welcome you to Maritime AgCast. Oh, thanks for having me. Uh, yeah, so just off the bat, um, I've had the, the pleasure of knowing you for the last probably seven or eight years uh, as you were doing your graduate work at the AC. Since then, is there anything that you haven't done as far as uh, being involved in the research and cattle world? That I haven't done? Yeah. I don't know. It's been pretty uh, a pretty good ride so far since I started my graduate work at the AC. Yeah, and um, you know, I, I think the cattle industry is very fortunate to have someone like Ellen uh, working in the Maritimes as part of a national organization, uh, especially given her work that she's done directly with the industry over the past uh, five or six years. So let's get going, Ellen. Uh, tell us a little bit about who uh, the, Beef, the Beef Cattle Research Council is and what you guys do. For sure. So the BCRC is Canada's national industry-led funding agency for beef, cattle, and forage research. Uh, our organization is funded through a portion of the national levy, um, as well as government and industry funding. And it is directed by a committee of beef producers from across the country. So we have representative from BC right to here in Atlantic Canada, producers that help make the decisions of research that we're going to fund here in Canada. The mandate of the BCRC is to determine research and development priorities for the Canadian beef cattle industry and to administer the checkoff funds allocated to research. As a leader in the development of the Canadian beef research and technology transfer strategy, the BCRC facilitates and encourages collaboration and coordination among researchers and extension specialists and other funding agencies and industry in order to maximize the benefits that are obtained from all investments in beef research. So as Ellen mentioned, uh, approximately 30% of all the national checkoff collected here in the Maritimes goes to help fund research initiatives and extension activities at BCRC. And Dean Manning, who's on the Nova Scotia Cattle Producers Board and is chair of the Maritime Beef Council, is our representative on the BCRC committee. So we, we do have a direct connection into the BCRC here in Atlantic Canada. Ellen, who else is on the BCRC team as far as staff goes? So as far as staff goes, we have Andrea Brocklebank. She's the executive director of the BCRC. Uh, she oversees the BCRC as well as the Verified Beef Production Plus program. We also have Randall Bergen, who is the science director, uh, who provides scientific and industry experience to the BCRC. Uh, we have Tracy Herbert, who is currently on mat leave, and she is the extension and communications director. Filling in for Tracy at the moment, we have Janice Bruno. Uh, she's the interim extension and communications director. 
We have Stacey Domalewski. She's the Research and Innovation Coordinator. She works with Reynolds in the review of research proposals and scientific reports. Uh, then we have myself. Uh, we have some new staff. We have Charlotte Pickles. She's the Operations Manager, and she does a lot of uh, behind-the-scenes work with the BCRC's business planning and budgetary process. Uh, she helps keep us all on track. And then we have Gloria and Linda, who uh, provide the administrative and uh, accounting work for the BCRC. So for anybody that hasn't visited beefresearch.ca, which is the BCRC website, what type of resources do you folks have for uh, the producer community here in, in Canada? So we developed several resources with producers in mind. Uh, one of these is our webinar series that we host every year. Uh, so our webinars is just like attending a workshop or a conference, but it's from the comfort of your own home or office. So we bring the presentation right to you. Um, come as you are and uh, join as you uh, see fit. Uh, so when you register for the webinars, you're able to uh, watch the recordings at a later date if you're not able to attend the session live. So normally here on the Atlantic Coast, the webinars are on at 10 o'clock at night and not everybody is a night owl. Um, so if you can't join me live, you can definitely watch those recordings later. Um, the webinars we like to showcase different topics. Um, they can be something ranging from some new research, um, it could be to something a little more practical, such as nasal vaccinations or tips for calving and things like that. Uh, if you're interested in watching any of our previous webinars, you can find those all on our website. Uh, you go under resources and you'll find the section for webinars, or you can watch them on our YouTube page. It's at Beef Research. It'll get you to that page. Yeah, so thank you very much. And one of the things that we're actually here to talk to you about today is the uh, decision-making tool portion of the website. So you folks have developed over the past number of years several decision-making tools uh, to help producers uh, make on-farm decisions based on several topics. Uh, can you just highlight briefly the types of tools that are available through the website? For sure. So the decision-making tools is designed using uh, scientific evidence to help back up the decision-making tools. So some of the tools that we have available on our website include the carrying capacity calculator, which we just released this spring. Uh, we have the cow-calf production indicator calculator. We have various feed cost calculators. We have the BRD vaccination cost benefit calculator. And on, in the same vein, we have the BBD vaccination cost benefit calculator. Uh, we have some other interesting ones too. We have the bull valuation calculator and the value of calving distribution calculator. Some of these we'll highlight later on. Uh, we also have the economics of water systems calculator, uh, economics of pregnancy testing, and the value of preconditioning calves, as well as the impact of body condition on cow productivity or profitability, or also known as the body condition score calculator. Um, all of those are available on our website, so under resources and go to decision-making tools and you'll find those all there. Or if you go to our homepage, you can scroll down to the near the bottom of the page and you'll find a block of squares that has some links directly to the different calculators. Thanks, Ellen. So we're going to talk about a couple of more tools available through beefresearch.ca on this episode. Um, the first one being the introduction to record keeping and benchmarking. 
And then the second one we're going to talk about is the cow-calf production indicator. Can you tell us a little bit more about the introduction to record-keeping benchmarking, which I understand is the newest tool that was developed earlier in the spring uh, by BCRC? Yeah, so we released the level one resources there in the spring, and we just released a little level two stuff here this summer. Uh, so the record-keeping project in general is designed to help producers with record-keeping. It's not designed to be a record-keeping system, but rather to help producers determine which records are worth keeping and why. We know that there's lots of producers that have 20 years worth of calving books out there uh, that they have stashed away, but are we actually doing anything with that information? This record-keeping project was designed to help producers to make something of those numbers, to be able to use those and to be able to make some management decisions based on the information that they have. The levels are designed based on the experience of the record keeper. So we'll be releasing, we've already released level one, uh, level two we just released this summer and level three will come out sometime in the fall. Uh, level one is designed for the, the beginner record keeper. So someone that doesn't have a whole lot of experience with record keeping, maybe you're just getting started and you're not even sure where exactly you need to start. Uh, level one is a good place to be. Level two is your intermediate or a bit more advanced than level one. Uh, there's different topics covered within each one of those. And then level three is designed to be the more advanced of the different levels. Um, within each of those, uh, there's different modules. So there's the animal health and performance module, forage and grasslands, genetics and financial. And the reasoning behind the different modules within each level is that these are the key areas that go into the management of a beef operation. It's not just managing one area well, it's kind of looking at the big picture and managing as many areas as as you possibly can. So in the development of this project, we knew that producers that were keeping 100 exposed cows and were keeping records could earn an additional $13,000 per year just by keeping their records and keeping better tabs on their management. They've been able to do that by evaluating their path performance, having a better idea of their financials, and be able to plan for the future and setting goals. We've also incorporated benchmarking into each of the levels. Uh, so if you're not familiar with benchmarking, um, it's a measure of each of the different traits or different performance measures as a way to compare your own data to how the rest of the industry is performing. It's not meant to be the standard, but it is a way to kind of be a litmus test for how your operation is performing. So we've included some benchmarks into each of the levels where it's appropriate. So in level one, uh, we talk about the gold standard. So not something we've talked about a lot in Atlantic Canada, but that is, so the growth of calves, that's your G, open rates, that's your O, your length of calving period, so that's L, and D is the calf death loss. So that's all incorporated into the animal health and performance. We also include health treatments and withdrawal times into that into that module. Under the forage and grassland piece, we talk about range health, uh, rangeland health assessment, and talk a bit about tame pastures. And into genetics, we talk about a lot about crossbreeding um, and how we can use crossbreeding to your advantage on your operation and to incorporate it into your breeding system. Into level two, we talk 
more about animal condition scores, calving distribution, cattle-bull ratio, mature cow weights, and calculating pounds weaned per cow exposed. Uh, under forage and grasslands, we talk about crop records, field identification, inputs, yields, feed waste, feed testing, and your winter feed ration. Under genetics, we talk about EPDs, uh, heritability, identifying breeding goals, individual identification, selecting replacement heifers and bulls, and using your records for cow calling decisions. And at level two, we talk about some more financial information. So we talk about different types of accounting, different types of financial statements, and calculating your cost of production. Uh, and the level three, we'll get to that because we haven't published it yet, but it builds on each of these different uh, themes that are within the levels. If you visit some these pages and you think, well, I don't exactly fit into level one or I don't exactly fit into level two, that's to be expected. For some producers, they might fit more into the animal health and nutrition aspect as a level one, but maybe you're more of a level two when it comes to the financial information. Thanks very much for the overview of the introduction to record keeping and benchmarking tool, Alan. The other tool that I find quite interesting that I believe fits very well with the record keeping tool uh, is the cow-calf production indicator. Uh, so though I have very limited knowledge or use of this, um, I did see a presentation that you made at the Nova Scotia Cattle Producers Annual Meeting uh, this past March. Uh, and to me, this tool really shows your performance as well as you're able to compare yourself to producers and benchmarks for your region of the country. Can you explain a little bit about that tool and then how you can use that information and in going into the uh, the other record keeping tool? For sure. So we talked about the record keeping resources that we have available on our website. If you are already keeping some records or you've been using the tool, the cow cuff production indicators tool is a great tie into that because it can do a lot of calculations for you. Um, and with that, you can compare it to some industry targets and also to some benchmarks within the industry here. So if you want to select um, your region, so in the very near the very top, you can select the region that you're in. So you can pick Western Canada, Ontario, or you can pick Atlantic. Um, so if you're entering your data in here, you can get a comparison to the regional data as best as possible where it was available. Um, these targets were built based upon the cow-calf surveys that were circulated back in 2017. Uh, so that included some results from the Atlantic cow-calf survey into this tool. In the first step, you can enter your data that you have from your records, or you may have an idea in your head of what you have on your operation. So you can enter things like your cattle-bull ratio, the length of your calving period, your conception rates, uh, your calving distribution, pregnancy loss, calving rates, calf death loss, weaning rates, uh, weaning weights, etc. So there's lots of different pieces of data that can be entered in here that you can use to do some calculations. So we wanted to look at our conception rates or our percent pregnant. Uh, we may have a pretty good idea of the number of females that were bred, uh, if we've done some pregnancy checking, over the number of females that were exposed. So let's say we had 100 females bred and we had 100 and 115 exposed. That gives us 
a pregnancy rate of about 87%. So I've included the Atlantic benchmarks in here. So according to the national benchmarks, that's below the industry target. So 93% is our industry target. And we didn't have a benchmark for Atlantic Canada. So it can give you an indication of how your operation is performing. But I must also note that this is just a guideline. It may not be exactly what works for your operation, but in general, this is what uh, other producers are doing and can be considered uh, a target or a goal to try to reach with your own operation. And you can do these with different, the different uh, data points within this uh, spreadsheet. So. Uh, this one's available as an Excel file, so you don't have to have a really strong internet connection to use this one. You can download it and you can play with it and you can change all the numbers um, that are highlighted in yellow. So then you can enter your data each year if you want to keep using it year to year. As I mentioned with the level one record keeping uh, information, they also calculate the gold indicators for you. So if you enter all of your data into the first step, uh, it'll calculate those gold indicators for you at the bottom. So your growth, your open cows, your length, and your death loss of calves. So it'll give you what your percentages are. It'll give you what the target uh, could be and what the regional benchmark is for each of these numbers. So if you're trying to fill out the records for level one, uh, you can do it either way. You can figure out uh, using the record keeping tool, uh, resources rather, um, or you can use these the um, bottom of the production indicator calculator to figure out what your gold indicators are and measure that according to the benchmark. Um, and one of the main ideas behind the record keeping resources is that is to get producers thinking about um, some goals for your operation. So giving an idea of where your operation currently sits in terms of uh, how your calves are performing, how your cows are performing, how your grass is performing, um, etc. Thinking about where it is and where you might like it to go in order to enhance your operational output and maybe to reduce some of your some of your operational costs. So trying to improve your bottom line at the end of the day. Thanks, Ellen. That's another great overview of two more of the many tools available on beefresearch.ca. If any of our listeners want to connect with you or your team, how do they do it? If you'd like to connect with us, you can find us on beefresearch.ca. You can subscribe to our blog. You can find the link for that on our homepage. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter at beefresearch. We hope to hear from you. We like to hear lots of questions and comments from producers, and we're always looking for ideas for uh, extension resources. Ellen, one of the neatest things that I find about all of the tools available, or most of the tools, I guess, on the BCRC website, two things really, is that uh, you can use them on the website themselves. You can download them. And then I think the other thing that's very important is I find the very the tool's very visual, uh, meaning that a lot of the results are, are either color-coded and you use lots of graphs and graphics uh, to help explain the results. Can you talk a little bit about that and, and why you've set them up that way and, and how you do it? For sure. So we acknowledge that rural internet is an issue for a lot of producers across Canada. Uh, so a lot of our tools are available both in online format, so a more interactive format, and as an Excel tool that you can download. 
um, using the interactive format on our website, there's a lot of color coding, a lot of graphics, um, a lot of ways that you can input your data and it can be displayed for you in different ways. That also can be done in the Excel files, it just may not be as pretty as the online version. Uh, so the Excel files, you can download those and you can modify them with your information as you see fit. Um, you could save those, you could make it for year to year if you wanted to do different things. Uh, you can have different copies of them. So it's meant to be flexible for different producers so that you can use it to your advantage. So whatever's going to work for you. Yeah, and I definitely encourage any, any of our listeners uh, who go on the beefresearch.ca website that would like to have one of the tools downloaded that either maybe don't know how or don't have the internet speed to do it, uh, to reach out to your provincial cattle uh, group and talk with them and how they might be able to get you a copy of that. Thanks very much, Ellen. We look forward to hopefully talking to you at some point again in the future. Awesome. Thanks for having me. Atlantic Stockyards Limited has been Atlantic Canada's major livestock market for over 60 years. The stockyards attract buyers regionally as well as extending into central Canada. Livestock auctions occur every Thursday with cattle, sheep, goats, hogs, rabbits and poultry all featured. Additional information such as previous market reports, feeder sale dates and vaccination forms can be found on AtlanticStockyards.com. Here's the market report for the weekend of December 11th, 2020, brought to you by Atlantic Stockyards Limited, which has been Atlantic Canada's primary auction mark for more than 60 years. In the local hog market, base prices in Nova Scotia are $1.64 per kilogram, down 2.9 cents from last week. In Ontario, prices were also down 2.9 cents from last week to $1.55 per kilogram. In Quebec market, base price was $1.70 per kilogram, no change from the prior week. On the cattle side, fed cattle price at Atlantic Beef Products was $2.25 on the rail, no change from last week. In Ontario, live steers sold for $1.36, up $0.03 cents from last week. And in Quebec, rail price was $2.36, up $0.02 cents from last week. Call cattle Atlantic Stockyards sold for $0.71, cents, an upward change of $0.11 cents from last week, while rail price Atlantic Beef Products was $1.32, not changing from the prior week. Calls in Ontario averaged 57 cents, down 4 cents from the prior week, and 61 cents in Quebec, moving down 2 cents. Good Bob calves between 90 and 120 pounds at Atlantic Stockyards sold for $127, up $32, while calves in Ontario were up 1 cent to a price of $1.08 per pound. Calves in Quebec sold for $1.11, an increase of 3 cents per pound. Base price for lambs at Northumberland Brookside Abattoir is $9.50 per kilogram and mutton is $5 per kilogram. 50 to 64 pound lambs at Atlantic Stockyards average 302 per pound at 57 pounds ranging from 235 to 255. In Ontario, 50 to 64 pound lambs average 286 per pound at 59 pounds ranging from 255 to 446. For 65 to 79 pound lambs at Atlantic Stockyards, they average $3.14 per pound at 69 pounds, ranging from 295 to 335. In Ontario, 65 to 79 pound lambs average 359 per pound at 72 pounds, ranging from $3 to 427. Use at Atlantic Stockyards range from $150 to $275 per head, averaging 223. Average U price in Ontario was $2.30 at 149 pounds and ranged from $1.40 to 325. Make sure you check the association websites for additional pricing information. 
in upcoming events. The Nova Scotia Cattle Producers and Sheep Producers Association of Nova Scotia started a virtual farm tour series in November 2020. Visit nscattle and nssheep.ca and their social media channels to view the monthly releases. Additionally, on the NSCP website, you can also find virtual vaccine handling and injection technique presentation. The next module of the Maritime Beef Council's Atlantic Beef School Farm Business Management is occurring virtually in January 2021. More information can be found at maritimebeef.ca. The Nova Scotia Cattle Producer Zone meetings will be held during the week of January 11th to 15th via Zoom. Please check nscattle.ca for the date and time of your meeting, as well as how to register for the meeting. Upcoming Atlantic Stockyard sale dates include winter feeder sales, which resume on January 21st, 2020. Please check atlanticstockyards.com for their winter schedule. Reminder of NSDA CAP programs. The Cattle Enhancement Program uh, is closing on December 31st. More information can be found at novascotia.ca forward slash programs. And Prenia is offering a free online safe handling and transport of sheep and cattle course. A reminder that is the safe handling course is a requirement for the CAP programs. For additional information or to register, please visit prenia.ca forward slash learning. Don't want to miss any future episodes? Subscribe to a Maritime Acast today through Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or your other favorite podcast platform. This concludes another episode of Maritime Acast. We would like to thank our producer, the Agri-Commodity Management Association, Director Ashley, as well as Matt Whitehour and Micah Dahl-Anderson of archesaudio.com for providing the music you heard during this episode. Until next time, happy farming and keep feeding the Maritimes.